welcome to the Binge Minute, the only podcast in the world that we know of that goes through a movie minute by minute and reviews each minute to find the greatest minute in cinematic history. My name's Taylor. My name's Chris. And we are continuing our journey through Ready Ready or or Not. not. This is Minute 18. We are racing a storm that is coming in off the range. (laughs) You can hear the rain slowly outside starting up and there's thunder in the distance, so... Spooky recording. Will we finish the episode? In time for the real rain. Time for the real rain? Yeah, you know, they're like... Dah. Oh, okay, I get you. Yeah. Okay. There's the sound of rain. <laughs> nah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, we, before we get into the episode, uh, we, we usually start with a little something or other. Yeah, a little bit of tidbit. So, here's something. The other day, we went to the movies. Yes. And we saw the Irresistible. Yes. Which was the new Stephen Carell movie. Yeah. Steve Carell movie. I don't think anyone's ever called him Steven. Steven, yeah. Steve Carell movie. And it was pretty good. But it was afterwards we went back to our car, right? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're walking back to our car and we were parked in a car park. It wasn't that late at night. It was like nine o'clock at night yeah. on a Sunday. Mm. And we're walking back to the car. It is. Ne- it was behind a church. So the car park's behind a church, mm. kind of away from the main street, but still, you know, relatively uh, lit up. And, yeah, you it's know, well lit. You can see it off the street. And we're walking to the car and as we're walking to the car, we heard some like voices. Yeah. It sounded like maybe two or three people tops mm. just around the corner near the car. And we're like, cool, didn't even think about it. Yeah. We turned the corner mm. and I think we both kind of had a mid freak out inside ourselves. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were confronted by, it would have to be at least 20. About 15 to 20. 15 to 20, 20 like just a gang. <laughs> 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 a gang of, of people all dressed in black. Yep. With neck tattoos yep. and the works. They were they were just fucking scary. <laughs> I turned the corner, I was like, fuck in my head. I was like, fuck, we're about to die. <laughs> and and we quickly we both stopped talking. We we're having a conversation about something. I can't remember what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. As soon as we saw this, we both our faces went forward and we just did a, like a dead bolt to the car, which was like only a couple of meters away. But we we're like, I had the keys out. We loop, got in. We just reversed out. Didn't even talk. And then we pulled into the, like, the street and drove away. And went, but they all kind of like stopped and looked at us. And I was like, please don't kill us. Yeah, because I think the thing that was more intimidating was not that there were, well, to me, not that there were 15 men dressed in black, all smoking, by the way, a lot of weed. Oh, so much so weed. Much weed. So much, I don't think they... Kay, they, they didn't give two shits about us because they were having great time with their weed. But they the, the thing that wore through me was they were having a conversation and then when we came around the corner, they stopped talking. That's right. And they didn't talk while we got into the car and then left. And the other the, the other thing that was creepy about them was that they didn't all look at us. Like three or four of them looked at us. Mm. And the other 15 kind of like mirandered mer- around like, you know, like they weren't doing anything, like looking at the walls and I'm like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Like, yeah, what's happening? Yeah. So maybe, maybe they're like snakes. Maybe they were more scared of us than we were scared of them. Mm. I, I wonder if we were like, hey, what are you kids doing? Would they run or would we be dead now? <laughs> <laughs> they might have gone, oh, what? Oh, what if we went, are you 420, you blazer? Oh. <laughs> I think it would be the first time in my adult life that I ever received a wedgie. <laughs> they were like, we're not going to bash you, mister. We're going to wedgie you, you nerd. <laughs> and, like, and then they would have been like, she did this. And I'd be like, why? And I'd be like, whoa. 
yeah, let's do a bong. Oh, that's it. We're nipple crippling him. No. <laughs> I've been bullied next to the car. I'm like, almost. Some kid would have been like, almost made it, mister. I'm like, nah. <laughs> While he's sacking, whacking me. <laughs> I just, um, whenever I'm confronted by a group of potentially, well, they're not, they weren't dangerous, but like, you know, a more threatening presence, Mm. let's say, I just overcompensate by general confidence and cheeriness. Mm. So (laughs) I don't know if I told this story on the podcast. I can't remember. But I remember one time I was, when I was in Chicago for five week improv intensive, I went home late at like 12 o'clock on the bus. And I was walking to the apartment that we were at and <laughs> I got off the bus and it was quite dark and we did know that there was like a resident gang around, but it was fine. <laughs> but as I was walking down the street, I noticed like a group of about five people who had like flashlights and they were looking into cars, clearly trying to see if there was something to steal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. And then <laughs> they saw me and they started to approach me and they're like, oh, do you want me to hold that bag for you? And I was like, no, thanks. Have a good night. Do, 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 do. And I think... I think just by being so happy and cheerful, they were really thrown and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and they just like were confused. Wow. You, you confused a mugger and didn't get mugged. Yeah. They I've done like, that a couple of times, to be honest. Just, you know, just dis- disengage the situation by being just very, hello. Nah, my, I'm more like, let's get out of this situation as quick as possible. I'm like, let's leave it. I'm like, time to hit the old dusty trail. That's my <laughs> motto when I get to come across something. Years ago, I think it, I would have been 18. I had a one night stand with, a, with a, a, a woman that I met at the Victory Hotel. And then this was... And Juicy we, gossip. Woohoo. Ooh. And I went back to her house in Karina, which is, you know, the south side of Brisbane yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And we were just watching, like, we we, we, we we did the thing. And then we were just <laughs> watching TV, like, late at night in her living room. I mm. can't even remember what we were watching. And then I noticed, like, all this kerfuffle outside. Kerfuffle. Yeah. And I'm like, what's that? And I looked out the window. There was, like, 15 dudes my age, like, surrounding the house. What? And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And what it turned out is that she went out with her roommate... And when she met me, the roommate kind of went off and did her own thing and ended up going to the valley, mm. met up with this dude who had like 14 mates with him. And she's like, come back to our house for drinks. Anyway, she brought all these fucking psychopath dudes with her back to her <laughs> house. God. And then she opened the door and all these guys walked in and I was like, and they're like all aggressive and angry and like, Because one guy saw me through the window and he's like, there's a fucking dude in there. And I'm like, oh no, I'm about to die. <laughs> Yeah, so me and the woman, we went into her bedroom, kind of locked the door. I got scissors, right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And I was like, fuck, I don't know what to do. She went out and I'm like, tell "Tell your roommate if they don't leave, I'm going to call the police, (gasps) right? And yeah, yeah. she went out and she might, I don't know what she said. It must be very convincing <laughs> because like 10 minutes later, they'd all gone. Really? Yeah, they'd all gone. They'd all left. And like the, the roommate went with her as well. Not not her, but the, <laughs> her roommate went with the dudes. I'm like, okay. Yeah. What a weird choice. But I was so freaked out about the situation because she's like, oh, let's go back and watch TV. That's fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I got to go. Yeah. And for some reason, I jumped out her window. <laughs> Onto the grass, I ran away and I I, I rang my friend Julian at like three in the morning and I'm like, this is where I am, come get me. I have a, I I, I feel like I nearly was killed but in in a gang. Wow. And he came and he came and got me. Aw, wow. Shout out to Julian. What a champ. But I never, well, you know, we never really, I don't think I exchanged numbers with that lady, but I was like, I ain't going back to this crazy gang house. (laughs) 
No way. So yeah, that, that's what I do when I get when I get confronted by people. I I run out windows. You jump out two stories. Out yeah, you want to see you want to see me do some parkour. Put a gang in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see something. Anyway, do you know who's not doing parkour? It's Grace, Grace in, in mi- mi- ready or not, not minute, minute eighteen. Yay! So my prediction did come true. The dad got yeah. up and did a speech. The whole minute was a speech. From the dad. That was the whole minute. Yeah. One whole speech. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> but sadly, the speech is not finished yet. No, it was just a story <laughs> dump. It was a story dump. It's, yeah, it's all backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, I got I got a prediction. Tick. Congratulations. What about oh, you? Huh? Oh, thank you. There you go. What about uh, your prediction? <laughs> it did not come true. What was I, it? I said that the father would throw shade at Grace about board games and then get emotional about his grandfather. <laughs> What do you mean through sh- I thought he'd be like, well, something. Well, he did ask the stuff. Do you, at the start, he's like, hey, Grace, do you like board games? And then mm. she said, it depends what game it is. Mm. And that was the end of the last minute, yeah. basically. So you think he'd be like, well, in this family, you <laughs> like board games, so you're fucking out. Like, we won't give you any inheritance, bitch. Yeah, you come at me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I don't know. I come like- at me? <laughs> You think the the father of the group would be like, you don't like board games? Come at me, Grace. You think that would happen? (laughs) No, I thought there might have been like a snide comment being like, she wouldn't wouldn't like board games or something. Come at me is different to a snide (laughs) remark. It's very much to be like, hmm, I knew she's too good for board games too. Yeah. Come at me. Take your best shot because if it doesn't land, you're going to the hospital. (laughs) Well, that might come later. That's true. That's true. So what happened? Basically, the dad just started doing a speech. He stood up. Yeah. Everyone was sitting down. And then uh, Daniel, who's the eldest son, who's mm-hmm. a bit of a drunk, was like, mm-hmm. here we go. A story time. Story time. And then the dad told a, a, a story about how in this family we respect traditions mm-hmm. and rituals. And now that you're part of this family, we want you to respect these traditions and rituals. And it all starts with this night. Uh, yeah. All right. Essentially what happened was that the great-grandfather, they got into this business, the low-mass business. They had uh, It was like playing cards for the war. Yeah. So yeah. soldiers in the war. Yep. And then the next generation, so his son, the other guy's grand, uh, the other guy's just granddad, I guess. Yeah. He moved into sporting goods mm. and board games. Yeah. And then we don't know what his dad actually did. I guess he just kind of <laughs> so rode the train, rode that coattail. Yep. <laughs> and then we're here, and now the company owns four sport teams. Yeah. That's where they make their money from. Now so, I just want to say, yeah. they didn't say which sport teams they were. No. But Taylor Edwards, if you could own four sporting teams in the planet, what would wow. they be? Me. Yes. I would get. Does golf have a sport team? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or is it individuals only? They're individuals. <laughs> all right. The whole of the PGA. <laughs> the whole of the PGA. Okay. All right. I'd own that. <laughs> uh, I would own the... Ooh, who, who's the... Basketball. Yeah. Chicago Bulls? Uh, yeah, let's go with them. <laughs> Chicago Bulls. Let's go Chicago Bulls. I would own the... Ooh, some sort of weird Cambridge rowing squad. So you just own the the, the regatta at Cambridge. <laughs> yep, regatta at Cambridge. And then, ooh, I would own uh, one of the the fancy boats. Because I feel like there's a, a yacht? Like, like, you know, the little yachts that go around. Actually, no, 
No, screw that. I'm going to go with the the West Indies cricket team. The West Indies cricket team. Yeah. So Taylor Edwards, out of four sporting teams around the world, <laughs> you've gone with all the golf. All the golf. <laughs> all the golf. All the PGA. All the PGA. You've gone with the Chicago Bulls. Yep. You've gone with the Cambridge Rowing oh. Regatta. Yep. And the West Indies cricket team. Yeah. That is the fucking most bizarre combination <laughs> of sporting. Good, you know, good on you. Yeah. Good on you. I feel like that covers like, I don't know what that covers, to be honest. I, I, <laughs> I feel like I picked co- a lot of rich sports because I want to be rich. It covers all the basics of uh, high life. High life, yes. A lot of sweater events, I feel yes. like. Where you I chose sweater. three sweater events, you didn't did. I? And one one real sport. In, your, in this <laughs> life, you do a lot of this. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> why I did eating that. caviar. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Anyway, so the dad. Yeah. The dad. So now they own four sport teams. <laughs> And he says, but it all comes back to it like a, there was a benefactor. Uh-huh. And I believe this benefactor, he didn't say the name, but no. I believe the benefactor will be LaBelle's Gambit. Gambit. Yep. And he says it started with this box. Yeah. And then we saw a picture of the box. Now, I think mm. we'll get into the predictions, but that's when the minute finished. Yeah, right? that's when the minute finished. Yeah, so let's do ratings. Yeah. Let's do ratings. I, I don't know how to feel about this minute. I feel like we've been talking about this coming up for so long. I already know all this information rather other than the details. So what are you giving it? I'm giving it a 26. Oh, yeah. you hit it. You punched in the arm. Yeah, I feel like we could have said this like five minutes ago. Sure, sure. I enjoyed this one. I'm going to give it a 42 out of 60. Oh. But that's because I got the prediction right. And I didn't <laughs> mind the backstory. Yeah. I like to know where the family gets its money. I and did. I'm a big fan of sport. Yeah. I like how they own sport teams. I did like that they went from board games, the nerd sport, to sport sport, the sport yeah. sport. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you predict happens in the next minute? I reckon we, well, obviously, we know. We're going to find out what's in the box. Excellent. Um, so what's in the box? Well, what's in the box? I reckon, ooh, he's going to open it and there's going to be some really old-fashioned playing cards and they're going to be the first playing cards that the grandfather, the great-grandfather made when he was starting his playing card business. Oh, that's a good one. And on it, they've got the names of the thing and he'll explain those things. All right. Yeah. I think you're right. I think inside's going to have all the cards and it's going to have different games they play. And she mm-hmm. picks a card from that box. Mm. That's what I believe. So I think we have the same yeah. similar prediction. Oh, and I'll throw in a wild card. Oh, and I wait when Ooh. when the, when he opens up the box, mm-hmm. uh, a voice goes whoa, <laughs> like a ghost, like a spirit's release. Does like some dust come out as well? And like candles flicker. Ooh, yeah. I would love that to happen. So that's what I'm going with. Um, I'm going to throw in a bonus thing right at the end when he start, stops. Oh, Grace will be like, whatever happened to. LaBales, and he'll be like, he met of an unfortunate end. Oh, I love it. Mm. I love it. Well, we got two predictions. Which one will come true, if any? We have a Facebook page now called Binge Minute. <laughs> Please follow it. Like, hit like so all our episodes go up there every yeah. day when we upload it. You know, you'll be first to know. You'll be the first to know. So, like the page, please, because, oh man, why have a Facebook page if you don't like it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my motto. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you back here for minute 19 of Ready Ready or or Not. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Piss Martin and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards. 
Get in touch with us at bingeminute at gmail.com with any questions, comments about the podcast or suggestions about what we should watch next. If you've been enjoying Binge Minute, help us out by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We'll, we'll be, be back, back soon with more Binge, Binge Minute. Minute. Bye-bye, Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.